You're listening to the Food Files podcast, the latest from the Oklahoma State University Robert M. Kerr Food and Agricultural Product Center. Here's your host, Darren Scott. Welcome to the Food Files. I'm your host, Darren Scott, and today's guest is a returnee, Miss Andrea Graves, FAPC Business Planning and Marketing Associate. Good morning, Andrea. Hi, good morning, uh, Darren. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on today. You know, I love my trends. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming. I'm always happy to talk about food trends. Uh, Excellent. Well, you know, just as you said, I thought that today we might talk about uh, some trends uh, that the FAPC or FAPC has put together in a news release. And I should mention that if the listeners would like to see that list in full, they can visit our website at food.okstate.edu. Well, let's kind of dig in. All right. All right. And no particular order. Uh, number one, wanting well-being. So what's that all about? Well, I think it's 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 a trend we've kind of been seeing actually for quite a while, but uh, more people are jumping on it. Um, okay. You know, we all want to feel good and, and uh, be healthy, or at least that's what we think we want. <laughs> Sometimes it's sure. hard to, to actually, you know, do those actions. We can say, oh, I want to go to the gym, but but then you only go for 20 minutes once a week or couple times a month. But this right. trend kind of means, you know, uh, picking things that are have extra kind of benefits to them, like, um, gosh, you know, choosing a, a something with vitamin C in a beverage versus a, a soda pop that that wouldn't have anything like that in there. If you're going to choose something, choose something that has a has some more benefits to it. We're all looking to get that little extra edge into to feel good and, and be healthier. <laughs> I think so. That's why I try to choose soda pops that have vitamin C in them. <laughs> That's a good idea. I don't know if there is one of those out there yet. All right. Well, uh, how about uh, number two, Pantry Perfect. Now, Pantry Perfect, and this is one of those quarantine things that we've all been affected by, especially mm-hmm. in 20, uh, 2020, that you know we've all had to stay home and sure. you know, restaurants have been closed. So you kind of got to try and figure out what to do with what you have on hand or what, right. what was not out at the grocery store that you got to bring home and um, want to make something really good out of it. And okay. uh, I, I think this is a really good trend. I think America, or at least the United States, we need to learn to cook a little bit more at home, even though I'm a, a big restaurant person. I, I sure. think it's good skill we need to keep and, and have. So you want to make it good. You don't want to eat tuna casserole every night. So <laughs> they're, you know, <laughs> looking for things that, you know, uh, or craft macaroni and cheese that you know, most of us might have something like that in the pantry. We want something good. So right, right. this has been a good thing for us. We had to get a little bit more creative and I think that'll continue in, in 2021. Okay. All right. Spice it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three, the finessed fryer. Now, Darren, do you have a, do you have a, an air fryer? I do. I do. You do. Uh, do you yeah. like it? I do. I use it quite a bit, actually. How long have you had it? Have you, have you uh, let's see. I have had the air fryer now probably two and a half years oh, now. Okay. Okay. Air fryers have kind of been around a little bit the last couple of years. Sure. sure. But um, we've got it on this list, I believe, because, again, even more, you know, we're at home again and, and we're looking for things to that we need to cook with. And the air right. fryer, a lot of people like it. I personally don't have one. I just don't need another gadget in my kitchen, but um, I've heard so many good things about it. And you can just about go into any kind of store, things like that. You can find them just about any place because it used to be right, right. a little bit more of a specialized 
mm-hmm. kind of gadget, but mm-hmm. people seem to like them and you can do a lot of things with it. What's your favorite thing to put in there? Uh, you know, I don't know Go that I have there. one necessarily thing, but I do use um, quite often for uh, things like French fries. Um, uh-huh. I've done some things like uh, fried chicken. I've yeah. done some fish. I don't know that there's anything that I haven't tried that I would say that I totally disliked, yep. but obviously, you know, the, the air fryer does some things I think better than others. I'll say that much. Yeah. I've, I've heard that too. I've heard that. Maybe I will just have to get one this Christmas. Who knows? I think you should. Santa will need to bring me one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next one up is bakery home base. Well, the, number four, this bakery home base, this is, again, it's that 2020 thing. Um, it mm-hmm. goes with the, the first three that we've talked about, you know, cook, baking at home, cooking at home. Right. Uh, we're looking for things that are that are uh, kind of warming to us or comforting, comforting us. And, and baking right. has just really made a comeback. It's one of the most searched things, I believe, on Pinterest lately. Hmm. So people looking to do, you know, cookies and breads and you know, right. all kinds of things. So again, I think this is another good thing is we've, we've forgotten a little bit of how to do some of the basics. So bring on the bread and, and other baked goods. Yeah, I'd heard that things like uh, certain types of flour and even uh, yeast were hard to come by uh, during the um, the different lockdowns that they've had. Yeah, no, that that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true from what I've heard. So yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Number five is back to breakfast. Are you a breakfast person or no breakfast? Uh, Some people either uh, do like breakfast or they don't. I have breakfast every day. You do? See, I'm, yep. I'm not a big breakfast, but I love the breakfast foods. So I love this trend. Um, uh-huh. you know, who says you got to eat breakfast for breakfast? Oh, that's um, right. I, was, uh, I like to look at you know different foods, what, what restaurants are coming out with things. And I was reading about Papa John's pizza. Mm-hmm. It's been trying out what they call all-day breakfast pizza in the, in the U.K., Guess what is on that breakfast pizza? Pineapple? No, that'd be good, though. I think that'd be good. But they're talking, their version of a breakfast pizza would be, uh, of course, you got mozzarella cheese, sausage, bacon, as you'd probably think about, but putting on their mushrooms, that's a traditional one, but tater tots, and then like a canned baked bean within a tomato sauce, putting that on there. Huh. So, yeah. So I don't know if, if, the, if the United States would do this, but some of the theory behind this breakfast trend is that, you know, people are at home. They don't have to rush out so much during the pandemic and they might have leftover breakfast pizza later, you know, or, hmm. or brunch. Right. I don't I know. I try that one. I like that. I like the pineapple on there. I think that would be good on the breakfast pizza. Uh, uh, getting a little bit controversial. <laughs> <laughs> There's vitamin C, isn't there, in pineapple? Uh. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, I digress. It makes it healthy. Uh, Number six, caffeine capital. Well, caffeine capital, you know, we've got to have our caffeine. Um, This trend is more about not just drinking a cup of coffee for breakfast uh, or even just going to Starbucks. We're talking Uh about uh, adding caffeine or adding uh, coffee flavors to everything from smoothies to um, even bars, you know, are, Mm. are adding uh, you know, mocktails have been very, very uh, trendy lately, where it's just mm-hmm. a kind of a unique cocktail without the without the alcohol. But now we're also seeing hot cocktails. Mm-hmm. So you would use coffee, you know, and use liquor in that one and uh, okay. Okay. use coffee. But that flavor, that flavor is just, we want it. It's a trend. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Number seven, oil options. 
Yeah, um, with the internet and everything, the Food Network, as we've been saying for years, we are so much more educated on what foods are out there now. Mm-hmm. And there, uh, we're learning about uh, different oils other than just the vegetable oil, other than the traditional olive oil. Right, uh, there's right, things right, right. like pumpkin seed oils, um, avocado oil, uh, uh-huh. you know, you name it. But mm. Some of those uh, other options are more readily available and people are, are playing around with them. Sure. So um, some of them have a little bit more uh, different taste, uh, mm-hmm. like a nutty flavor or sure, sure, just sure. tangier, you know, whatever it might be. But they've got some nutritional benefits, too, is what they're claiming some of them okay. are. So. All right. So well, don't be afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to be. <laughs> All right. Uh, number eight, checking out chickpeas. Chickpeas. Yeah. I mean, people, hummus has been popular for a while. Well, there's other things you can do with chickpeas. Uh, okay. I was, I made, uh, took a uh, can of chickpeas and uh-huh. uh, put them in the oven and sprinkled some salt on them and just dried them out. Okay. Um, they make a really good little snack, but really? uh, we're seeing different ways to, to make, Use chickpeas. Um, that's one way. And then um, chocolate hummus. Mm, have you ever had that? I have not heard of that. Uh, uh, yes, dessert hummuses. That's that's really? been a, a trend as well. So are you just adding the chocolate to the hummus, mixing it up? or I, You know, I have never made any. And I honestly, okay. I believe so. Or you're adding, if you're making your own, you know, you're adding cocoa powder and maybe, okay, right. I'm not sure what else. But yeah, I don't know if you'd necessarily melt chocolate to put in there. All right. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. All right. Uh, number nine is jerky jaunt. Jerky jaunt. Uh, why stop it? Just, just meat, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables. Let's dry them up and use them as a chewy snack. Uh, I right. saw some watermelon jerky really? the other day and it looked really good. Um, I think it's a little, it tastes a little bit different than, you know, we used to eat fruit leather. Uh-huh. You're, you're kind of an 80s kid too, aren't you? Uh, had fruit leather? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like fruit my, leather. I had my fair share of fruit leather. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> but yeah, but Nate, I'm, I'm guessing there's things that you add to fruit leather. It's not just fruit. I'm not sure. But but yeah, mm-hmm. so why not, you know, take your favorite fruit mm-hmm. and dry it out, use it as a snack. Oh, I see. It helps with shelf stability too. Why sure, not? sure. All right. Uh, number 10, dishing up dessert. Oh, this is my one of my favorites. There are places that, you know, who doesn't want to have a little, you know, just something mm-hmm. to, again, comfort yourself. And then we're right. also in the, the social media world. I mean, desserts are something that really photograph well on Instagram and things. And so mm-hmm. why not show off what you're eating as far as desserts? Kentucky Fried Chicken, they mm-hmm. are doing something in China. Uh, they're making what they call flower cones. Okay. And it's where you take some ice cream, put it in a, in a cone, uh-huh. sugar cone, and then you put all kinds of toppings and things on it. So it looks like a blooming flower. Oh, wow. So that's okay. just, you know, just an example. Sure. So what's your favorite dessert? Uh, favorite dessert? Uh, somewhere between either apple pie or chocolate ice cream. Oh, you're simple then. That's nice. I like this. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> what? It's, there's nothing wrong with classics. They're still around, you know? Definitely. Uh, sure, sure, so, sure. Also, you know, I also read, I'm going to try this. I might just bring this into Fabsy. We can try some of this because, you know, we like to try different things. But Yes, we do. If I can find some pumpkin seed oil, I, I, it was recommending this article I was reading that you put a little pumpkin seed oil on on some vanilla ice cream. Really? Yes, it is absolutely delicious. Huh. Well, I definitely would try that. Yeah, I would too. Is there anything else that you'd like to add to our uh, top 10 list there? Oh, gosh. 
Well, it's, it's tough trends, you know, sometimes, I mean, they can last a long time. You know, we've been seeing the, you know, the well-being for years and, and it's just not slowing down and some just kind of come and go like matcha tea, you know, it, right. matcha well, that, tea doesn't taste that good. So that's probably why it didn't stay around very long. <laughs> well, uh, personal opinion there. <laughs> that is true. Or matcha tea ice cream. We'll say that. Well, I've but, had that. That's but not I do bad. Think- I do think you're right, though. Um, that's one of the things about trends. They uh, may last for a very long time or they may sh- sort of show up and then um, disappear. So it's always kind of tricky to know what's going to have some lasting appeal. Absolutely. And if you're in a food business, it's important to to kind of keep an eye on these trends because, well, yes. you, you know, if you want to launch a product, it doesn't do any good to launch something that's already been done and yes, trailing yes, yes, down yes. kind of thing. Right. Thanks, Andrea, for showing up for this episode of The Food Files. Thank you, Darren. I'd also like to thank our listeners for tuning in to this episode. And I'd also like to thank AgCom for the production of this podcast. For additional food industry information, please make sure to visit our website at food.okstate.edu. Until next time.